0: Future Zombies, you're going to like this podcast and video. It's about the movie Resident Evil. I watched all the old Resident Evil movies. When it came out, you know, it was just a cool movie. Nothing, nobody even thought about anything. Considering what's going on today with a lot of the genetic engineering and they're focusing always on the T-cell and the B-cell, trying to use those and attack those, to either create more or get rid of them. So I started looking into the movie uh, Resident Evil. I took some clips from it to kind of condense it all to get the meaning of it without all the zombies. Basic theme of Resident Evil, if you haven't seen it, is the mad scientist creating genetically engineered T virus, which in the movie supposedly was created for his daughter who had, was dying of, or getting older and dying of pejoria, one age is too fast, created this regenerative T-cell virus vaccine to get her to good health, and for a while she was fine and living healthy. But then the side effects, which were, once they spread to other people, it was turning them into zombies. So basically... It was taking over their brain stem functions for like the basic drive to eat and sleep. The basic functions, you know, making them alive while the rest of the brain is dead. Therefore, they're just zombies, at least in this movie series. The main character name is Alice. Turns out towards the last movie, the final chapter, They reveal, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, spoiler alert. In the end, it turns out the young daughter that grew up is now an old lady. The AI image of this, it's called the Red Queen, and happens to be the AI image of the daughter when she was young. And then Alice is the grown-up young lady, young woman, The main character in all the movies is all the same person, but she's a clone of the daughter. And she has, because of the T-Virus bonded with her cellular functions, she gained like superhuman strength and other powers. So that's part of the theme throughout the movies. She's not a zombie, but the virus merged with her cellular. She was able to fight off the zombies and the bad guys because she's like supernaturally strong and all kinds of stuff. Towards the last movie they side that is the Holy Trinity. The AI uh, image was like the Holy Spirit version and the daughter that grew up to be an old lady, she's like the father. And then Alice is portraying the Jesus role in this. So that makes up the Holy Trinity. So I want you to keep that in mind as you listen to all the messages that are coming from this movie and what they're implying. Um, Because I already know the end, you can keep that in mind as you listen to all of it from beginning to end that they're really referring this whole theme very biblically. So a lot of the stuff that they even talk about, another spoiler alert, is the bad guy ended up you know, cloning like that was a big thing. So there's not only like uh, facial recognition, transfer of your memories into the AI, all this technology that you know we know that they're trying to build, and the merging of the AI with uh, human brains. And I brought up another podcast about connecting to uh, concurrent neural network. So, in this movie, I just happened to see it um, recently, which they also use the same thing. So, the old version of Alice, she puts on a contact lens. That it's like one of the eyes and it turns this eye into like a robotic eye that can see stuff. Because it connects to the AI. And in that movie clip, it'll say neural link. The same thing that Elon Musk is trying to figure out how to do uh, neural link. That that technology is all related to the neural network that they're trying to build. And this is the government doing. Even though Elon Musk has a face on it, it's really the government's project to create this neural network that's connected to the AI with the brain and recently you probably heard that Bezos and uh, Bill Gates invested more money into creating this brain chip neural network. It's on the fast track so that's why I wanted to do this movie because review of it you can kind of get visually what they're trying to do. On top of that since they're messing around with genetic engineering with regenerative t-cells and b-cells uh, this movie telling a lot. Of course, we don't know the outcome if, if what they're doing is going to end up like the zombie scenario. but what got me interested is that you know there's about a billion gazillion movies about zombies. There's just so much of it's over the top. how many zombie movies and how it shows up everywhere. It shows up in video games, shows up in movies. Everything. And even, like, Amazon had a a clause uh, about zombies. So why do you need that unless you're expecting it? CDC created out, they were doing exercises with zombies and created a whole page on zombies. All kinds of stuff that's being utilized, not only in the media, the games, it's over the top. And the government seems to be heavily involved in that concept, too, trying to promote it. I don't know if it's real or not. But they certainly are expecting it. And why do I think they're expecting it? Because not only are they telling us in the movies that this is a result of some genetic engineering gone wrong that turned people into zombies, but the fact is that they know they've been doing gain-of-function research. They know they've been trying to create viruses. They are trying to attack the biology with the mRNA technology to create uh, mRNA uh, coding directly into your DNA for your DNA to then produce the proteins and then supposedly for medicine right now but you know ultimately their goal is to try to do regenerative medicine create immortality that's the goal it even talks about that in the Bible that they long to die but they could not die there's something about it that they're going to be able to figure out how to do regenerative, medicine, it all seems to be connected with some T-cell, B-cell stuff because T-cell, B-cell is all about your immune system. Uh, Whenever there's a threat into your body, the T-cells get activated, particularly in cancers and tumors. They just go at it. So the more T-cell count that you have, that means you're fighting some sort of infection. Same with B-cells. So there's different functions of different ranges of armies that you know, that your body puts out in that form, white blood cells and so on. So they're trying to figure out how to harness that. And they, I think I even read a couple of articles where they seen a connection with aging and the T-cell counts and stuff. They're on their track. So initial clip is on the David Knight Show and he talks about one of the articles where he's reading about the T-cell therapies. S- so you know that this is something happening right now. It's not in future imagination, but it's, it's going on right now. And that's just one segment of what he's talking about. And there are way other... Uh, drug therapies, that they're targeting the T-cells and all of that stuff. And not to mention, the you know, I kind of learned about this years ago, a few years ago, when I had medical issues, that they were using T-cell, some sort of therapy as a new therapy to get rid of, and I didn't pay any attention to it then, but now, you know, having gone through all of this stuff with uh, research with the, for the COVID stuff, and then you know, watching this movie again, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. So you're going to find this very interesting, the clips. I wanted to do it like the Mystery Science 3000 type so I could talk at the same time as I'm playing the video clips. But apparently I don't have enough techie skills to be able to do that because I cannot get a separate audio. And I have to enhance the audio in order for you guys to hear me. So I'm going to just have to comment... Uh, before and after each clip, stay tuned.
1: You know, we we understand all of us cognitively understand that we're going to die, but we it's really kind of unthinkable if you really start to contemplate it, and and it is uh, concerning. And so we we look for ways that we can avoid this. And um, you know I I don't have any faith in scientists. I've got a lot of faith in the Bible. The Bible has every time you, know, you investigate it hard and you find that it's real, that it is interconnected. You look at things that were declared centuries before they happened. And we have the old manuscripts that show that they were declared centuries before they happened. You see how it is interconnected. And you know that there is a creator just by looking at creation. Only a fool would say that this happened by accident. So you know there's a creator. So the question then becomes, has the creator spoken to it? And if you look at that, um, that is where I have my confident expectation. That's what hope really is. You know, people say, Well, I hope that's true. I, you know, I don't really think it is, but I hope it, No, hope. In that context, in the context that it's talked about in the Bible, means confident expectation. And so I'm not hoping that science is somehow going to figure out stuff that they seem to be constantly getting wrong. I'm going to put my confident expectations into something that hasn't had to change for thousands of years and that is looking all the more certain now in our time, isn't it? But not just in that, in the archaeology, uh, and uh, the explanation of intelligent design, all the rest of the stuff. I mean, you go back and you look at so much of it that makes so much sense. Uh, so that's that's where I have my hope. Um, how did Moses, for example, you know, when he talks about, uh, why, why would he put on <clears throat> day uh, five, why would he put a creation? Why would he have all of the animals that move through the sea and fly in the air? And then on day six, you've got <clears throat> land animals that walk along with man, right? I thought about that when I was. we took the kids to um, uh, to uh, SeaWorld, and, and we saw penguins. And you're under, you know, you're, you're lower, and they've got glass there, <clears throat> so you can see them swimming underwater. And they were actually flying. The penguins can't fly through the air, but they fly underwater because the fluid is more dense, right? Air is a fluid, just like water. You don't think about it until you start moving through it quickly, right? You get in a car, you feel that fluid pushing back on you. So it makes planes fly and all the rest of this stuff. It is a fluid. But it's typically not dense enough to allow a penguin to fly. But a penguin can fly in the water. And so on day five, all the animals that are moving through fluids. On day six, the ones that are walking and crawling on land and that type of thing. Just little things like that as you look at the Bible over the years. You know, it's like, uh, oh, so um, Moses was a, Moses was an engineer, was he? No. So when you look at this, um, and you look at, uh, health, for example. Now, I've got a multi-volume book of miracles that have been documented by doctors and, and uh, other people who are there, eyewitnesses. And, and it's It was carefully put together by a guy who didn't come from a charismatic background or anything like that, wasn't into faith healing. He was kind of doing it as an intellectual exercise. Other people like Lee Strobel have uh, pointed out that uh, polls have shown that doctors by more than any other profession believe in miracles. And amazing miraculous healing by prayer. Uh, God can do that. You know, Doctors can sometimes do things, but um, uh, quite frankly, um, you know, if, if you, none of us are going to live forever, and you wouldn't want to live forever in this kind of body. God's got something much better for you. So anyway, they use this. How, how do they do this? Because uh, this is a key thing that's different from the other approach on this other cancer cure that's totally cured. Three people who are in very late stages. In this particular one, they are genetically modifying the T-cells which I think is a very risky approach because the T-cells, again, are your key defense against all diseases. Cancer is just one of them. And so um, what they did was uh, they go through a three-step process. The first edit of the genes disables the T-cells from targeting mechanism so they won't attack her body. Then the second one removed a chemical marking which is on all T-cells. And then the third edit was an invisibility cloak that prevented the cells from being killed by chemotherapy drugs. They said if this therapy works, her immune system, including the T-cells, will be rebuilt later with a second bone marrow transplant. It's very complicated. It seems a very dangerous, risky strategy.
2: My name is Alice. I work for the Umbrella Corporation, the largest and most powerful commercial entity in the world. I was head of security at a secret high-tech facility called The Hive giant underground laboratory developing experimental viral weaponry. There was an incident. The virus escaped. A lot of people died. The trouble was, we didn't stay dead. The computer that controlled the hive was a state-of-the-art artificial intelligence, the Red Queen. The Red Queen responded to the threat of the viral outbreak in an extreme way. She went homicidal.
3: You're all going to die down here.
2: The Red Queen attempted to kill everyone, whether they were infected or not. I managed to escape. I... This was only the beginning. The viral outbreak spread like wildfire, first across the United States. Than the world, the T virus didn't just bring the dead back to life. It mutated them in terrifying ways. Despite the apocalypse they created, the Umbrella Corporation continued to experiment with the deadly virus. I was infected, but the virus bonded with me on a cellular level. I developed powers. The genetic structure is the key different, powerful, unstoppable. As I got stronger, the human race became weaker. I tried my best to lead what survivors I could find to safety, but we were pursued relentlessly. Even my friend Jill Valentine was seized and brainwashed by Umbrella. Shoot to kill. Finally, I confronted the head of the Umbrella Corporation, Albert Westcott. He robbed me of my powers, but I still managed to defeat him. at last, we thought it was over. We thought we had survived the horror. But we were wrong. Once again, we found ourselves fighting for
0: our lives. You got the backdrop of the entire series... Of what happened and how they got there. So on the next clip, this is probably like the second or third movie. I'm not sure exactly. The reason why I chose this clip was because towards the end of this clip, it goes into showing that it's the end of humanity. The end of the end. Both the Alex character, which as a reminder, it represents Jesus. And then... The other character represents Satan. So Satan and Jesus are sort of having these conversations. And throughout this movie series up until the very end, Satan seems to be controlling Alice. So controlling Jesus. And is showing, in this clip, uh, Satan is showing Jesus' character, Alice, that this is the end of humanity Um, And outside the walls, DC that they're supposedly in, in the White House. Outside of that is like the horde of zombies trying to come in and destroy every last little bit of it. In this clip, she supposedly lost her uh, T-virus powers and she was clean of that. And then he injected her at the beginning of the clip uh, with the T-virus so he can get her powers back become superhuman, become Jesus to fight the world and save the world kind of thing. So just keep that in mind as you listen to the next part of this clip.
4: You were the only one to successfully bond with the T-Virus, to fully realize her powers. Well, now I have need of you, the old you. So I've given you back your gift. You are the weapon. rams. But first you have work to do. <laughs> the Red Queen is determined to destroy all life on earth. This is the last of the of the human race. It seems we're bonded against a common foe. This is why we needed you back, the ultimate weapon. This is humanity's last stand. The beginning of the end.
2: My name is Alice. I work for the Umbrella. Corporation in a secret laboratory developing experimental viral weaponry. There was an incident, a virus escaped, everybody died. Trouble was they didn't stay dead. This was the start of an apocalypse that would sweep the entire world. The men responsible for this disaster took refuge underground and continued to experiment with the deadly T virus. They felt secure in their high-tech fortress.
0: But they were wrong. So Alice is, you know, talking a little bit more history. So each movie, they give a little bit of background that's slightly more detailed than another movie. Picked those scenes and to be able to, to give that extra information. We already know that the Umbrella Corporation is the one that created the T-virus once it got loose and because of the father trying to save the daughter, aging disease, Pejoria. How many cases of Pejoria are there in the world naturally? Very few cases. And it's interesting that they picked that disease for the movie series as to why they created the T-virus to attack the Pejoria disease, which is an aging Disease. So again, this ties in into uh, reversing aging and immortality. Uh, That's what I think is happening to try to use this regenerative process and and try to reverse aging. Even that minute detail is not just by chance, it's actually saying something, and that they're going to be looking at that disease to try to figure out what makes people age. If they can figure out what makes them age faster, they can certainly slow it down. That's going to be the key on anti aging technology that they're going to develop. And it's probably going to have to do something with the T cells and B cells. Other interesting thing was that this virus supposedly spread in days throughout the whole world. Like, it's miraculous how fast it spread where city by city all went dark and, you know, just like they were trying to do with you-know-what virus, that everything was spread so fast and had to be shut down. But towards the end of the movie, when Alice is, like, alive and free of the virus, she says, well, it's going to take years before the antivirus that she released is going to spread uh, all over the world to cure all the zombies. Apparently there's a cure for the T-virus, but somehow the cure goes out much, much slower than what the T-virus went out quickly and got hold of the whole world within so many days. I think that's probably like a little bit of flaw in the movie, that you can't have one virus spread so miraculously fast, but the cure is going to take years before it hits all of them. other thing was that All the rich men and all the ones that are doing this, you know, they made their underground bunkers to hide out until all of humanity is out there dying and doing its thing. This also is brought up in the Bible where there's rich men free and the slaves and all those that are part of this end time scenario disaster that they took partook in. They all hide in caves. And, and they fear God so much as they let the rocks fall on us. Uh, so they finally get the message that God is going to give them judgment. thought that was interesting that all of these wicked, evil, satanic people that are doing all this science, killing all of humanity, genetic engineering, are the ones that are making these underground bunkers and hiding out until it's all over. So this... One clip after this one goes into who actually released it and why. Spoiler alert, they did it on purpose so they could accelerate the end of time and take over the earth. So they got so tired of humanity that they don't want to have to wait until they deplete all the resources and you know they, they couldn't take over the earth. So they decided to release it themselves so the humanity just die. They can hide out until it's all over and then come out and take over all the Earth and its resources after just killing the humanity in itself. So watch the next few clips. you say
2: that history is written by the victors. This, then, is the history of the Umbrella Corporation. Formed by crusading scientist Professor James Marcus. Marcus had a young daughter, Alicia, afflicted with progeria. Aggressive fatal wasting disease. Progeria caused premature aging. By the time she was 25, Elise would have the body of a 90 year old. Marcus was driven to save her, but the odds seemed impossible. And even as he worked desperately to create a cure, the young girl's father would record his daughter, her voice, her likeness, saving her for posterity. But then the breakthrough came Marcus discovered the T virus. Once injected, it would detect and repair damaged cells within the body. It was a miracle. The life of Alicia Marcus was saved. The T-virus had a myriad of applications, treating a thousand different diseases. Overnight, it seemed a new era was dawning: a world without the fear of infection, sickness, or decay. But it was not to be, for the T-virus had served unforeseen side effects. incident was quickly covered up. In the aftermath, James Marcus argued furiously with his business partner, Dr. Alexander
4: Isaacs. I don't care how much it costs. We have to close the program down. James, we're going to be ruined. My mind is made up. (laughs) To bad, Alicia. Your father and I are just talking. Go on.
2: Dr. Isaacs became the guardian of his dead partner's child and her half of the company. The corporation that had become such lofty ideals had been seduced completely by Creed. To help him control the now vast interests of the Umbrella Corporation, Dr. Isaacs created a powerful artificial intelligence. Isaacs used the likeness of Alicia e. Marcus for the computer's interface. Isaacs called the computer the Red Queen. Then, ten years ago in Raccoon City, there was an outbreak. A T-virus escaped from an underground laboratory called the Hive. The American government attempted to contain the outbreak by detonating bomb. It devastated Rackham City, but it couldn't stop the airport infection. The viral outbreak spread across the world within days. Humankind was brought to its knees. Finally, the last and best hope of humanity gathered and took a last stand in Washington, D.C. But we didn't realize that what we had walked into was a trap. My name is Alice. This is my
0: story. The Satan character, the Umbrella Corporation CEO, he created the AI image of Alice as a young girl, and she's called the Red Queen. He created her to kind of monitor the whole T virus situation thing and protect the Umbrella Corporation and all its employees. Throughout the beginning of the series, it keeps referring to. To the Red Queen as something evil, trying to kill off all of humanity. But in fact, towards the end of the movie, it's uh, trying to do the right thing and save humanity. It wasn't actually killing it, it just uh, was trying to save it from what the Umbrella Corporation was doing. Throughout the series, is making it out to be the bad guy, the bad image, AI beast. Uh, but it turns out to be a good, and again, it's referencing the Holy Spirit uh, towards the end of the movie. The lead character, the evil guy, seems to be representing Satan, who created Alice, AI, and Alice herself as the clone, and seems to be controlling the father, uh, the older aging Palace. he's in charge of this world he's in charge of the trinity at this point you know opposite of what the bible is saying that satan is a created being there's no way he could ever try to attempt to replace god or take his place on a be like god as satan is always wanting to do the series here it's uh trying to display satan in control and power over the holy trinity uh representation Of Alice and all its characters, I thought that was a bit of interesting, divergent from, you know, twisting whatever the Bible does to itself. So there's symbolism going to be coming on the next clip, uh, which is why all this happened. The CEO guy explains that he released it himself, but pay attention to his language because he's using biblical language narrate the story that's coming out. ...against
3: Umbrella, and I promised you an answer. Soon after the T-virus was released, a secret file was uploaded to my data stream. It was a recording of a meeting of the Umbrella High Command, dated 17 months before the viral outbreak occurred.
4: We're here today not just to talk about the future of this company, we're here to talk about its destiny. We're here to talk about the end of the world. We stand on the brink of Armageddon. Diseases for which we have no cure. Fundamentalist states who call for our destruction. Nuclear powers over which we have no control. And even if we navigate these dangerous waters, we face other, even more inevitable threats. Global warming will melt the polarized gaps within 80 years, flooding 90% of all habitable areas on Earth. Unchecked population growth will overtake food production in less than 50 years, leading to famine and war. This is not conjecture. This is fact. One way or another, our world is coming to an end. Now the question is, will we end with it? What do you propose? I propose that we end the world. But on our terms? an orchestrated apocalypse. One that will cleanse the Earth of its population but leave its infrastructure and resources intact. It's been done once before with great success. The chosen few will ride out the storm, not in an ark as in the book of Genesis, but in safety, underground. And when it's over, we will emerge onto a cleansed Earth, one that we can then reboot in our image and just how do you intend to achieve this the means of our salvation are already at hand i give to you the t-virus here <sighs> at least a
3: deliberate when this recording was uploaded to my data streams it created a conflict in my programming I was created to serve the Umbrella Corporation, but I was also programmed to value human life. Dr. Isaacs allowed the virus to escape. He murdered over 7 billion people. My programming will not allow me to harm an employee of the Umbrella Corporation. I am powerless to stop Dr. Isaacs, but you are not. In 37 minutes, the last of the human settlements will fall. There will be no survivors. It is imperative
0: you release the antivirus before this occurs. Our umbrella will have one. There is one last thing. There is an earpiece in front of you. Put it in. There was a lot to unpack in the last clip. He's talking about the book of Genesis, salvation, creating the new humanity after all of this is over into their image. And Alice, since she represents the older one, represents the father. She's in that boardroom meeting as Satan is accusing the world of destruction and warfare and destroying the planet, global warming, overpopulation. All the buzzwords that already the elites and the globalists been using for end of time about the population being too much and killing the earth and starvation and, and bringing about uh, climate, weather. Uh, disasters and all kinds of stuff that's propaganda. So, this is like a fully head on propaganda about humanity and why it needs to die. Because so, it reminds me of the story of Job where Satan is roaming around in the earth and he, you know, he wants to inflict uh, all the evil stuff on Job. God is like speaking to Satan while Satan is accusing Job. That if you didn't protect Job, you know, he wouldn't honor you, he wouldn't love you, he wouldn't pray and worship you. Take away all the protections of Job, you will see that he will he will not serve you. And of course, uh, God took on that challenge and allowed Satan to do whatever he wanted to Job, but Job still stood fast. Still, having lost everything, his children his wife, his property, his friends, his health, down to where he was completely miserable in his sores. He still uh, loved God and still honored God and God restored everything of Job. In this boardroom is kind of reminiscent of that story where Satan is accusing humanity of all its faults and what's going to happen within 80 years plus when All the ice caps melt, and then it's going to destroy the world. It's Alice, the old Alice, is asking, what do you propose? It's reminiscent of God asking that question to Satan. Well, what do you propose, Satan? What do you want to do about it? And then, of course, Satan has an answer, which is to go ahead and release the T-Virus all on humanity, kill it all, and then restore the Earth to this Garden of Eden once again, and create humanity in their image, their likeness. I'm going to actually play that clip again, just so you get all of this symbolism, because it's not only the climax of the story and revelation of that story, revelation, you know, so to speak, of Satan in this case, but all of the entire series kind of balls up into this one nice little neat uh, little ball, and with a bow on it, as to what's going on, What do they want? So let's watch this again, and then we'll uh, talk
4: again. We're here today not just to talk about the future of this company. We're here to talk about its destiny. We're here to talk about the end of the world. We stand on the brink of Armageddon, diseases for which we have no cure, fundamentalist states who call for our destruction, nuclear powers over which we have no control. And even if we navigate these dangerous waters, we face other, even more inevitable threats. Global warming will melt the polarized gaps within 80 years, flooding 90% of all the habitable areas on Earth. Unchecked population growth will overtake food production in less than 50 years, leading to famine and war. This is not conjecture. This is fact. One way or another, our world is coming to an end. And the question is, will we end with it? What do you propose? I propose that we end the world. But on our terms, an orchestrated apocalypse. One that will cleanse the earth of its population but leave its infrastructure and resources intact. It's been done once before, with great success chosen few will ride out the storm, not in an ark as in the book of Genesis, but in safety underground. And when it's over, we will emerge onto a cleansed earth, one that we can then reboot in our image. And just how do you intend to achieve this? The means of our salvation are already at hand. I give to you the T-Virus
0: next clip is about them actually building that ark. So the whole last clip was also reminiscent of trying to recreate Noah's Ark into a modern-day version of this underground hive that they built to go into cryogenic state until it was all over. So they froze themselves. So there was another new technology where they put the all the key people that they wanted to save into these frozen cryogenics uh, hive, and they call the whole structure hive. So this is deep underground, miles into uh, underground space, where they kind of built this Tower of Babel-like, upside-down, trianglish-looking hive that they put all of their new humanity and all the Technology that they could need to survive the h- holocaust that they have created themselves. And you remember their last clip, they talked about like, well, we will do again what was already done before. It was talking to God saying that you flooded the earth and you wiped out all humanity with only a few survivors to hide out in the ark. So they built this ark uh, to redo that. So, Satan is saying to himself, I will do what God did uh, and wipe out all of humanity and have the few survivors underground in their cryogenic state. And they also have cloning technology as well, which is part of the story um, that they made clones of, you know, numerous clones of Alice, and including the CEO, Satan guy, he made clones of himself. And supposedly, he's the original. Uh, with somehow has superpowers himself too. The next clip is just about this building of the ark that they did underground. The final level
2: of dives below us. Grab them up. <laughs> Oh, Cryogenic storage. Must be thousands of them. The Umbrella High Command. Waiting out the apocalypse in safety.
4: No arc for the rich. Powerful.
1: What are you doing? Give me a hand.
4: Is it done? The cleansing process is complete? No. But why am I awake? We had a problem. I tried to save your breath. I know exactly what's happening. We've been betrayed.
0: The Satan character, the evil CEO, was woken up from his cryogenic state and he's asking has the earth been cleansed? And my answer is no, because he woke up too soon. You know, now he's like having to deal with Alice. Alice is the one that uh, broke him out of the cryogenic state earlier than it uh, planned. And then at the very end of that, you heard him say, well, we've been betrayed, which he's referring to the Red Queen who's helping Alice uh, defeat this guy. And that also is a reference to Judas' kiss. You know, where Judas betrayed Jesus. Um, so this is kind of referring to the Holy Spirit in this case, of Alice version of it, is betraying the devil. So the next clip is really another interesting, and all of this will pull it together, of what I've been saying about a reference to the Holy Trinity, of... Old Alice, Young Alice, and the AI Alice is now being revealed in this next clip. So pay attention to the language and the references because that'll make sense. Not only throughout the earlier clips, but then the later clips as uh, Alice is going to have to sacrifice herself just like Jesus did. Of course, in this scenario, the father, the older Alice, and the AI Alice, the Holy Ghost... Uh, betrayed her or lied to her saying that you know you you will die even though she didn't die in the end so they knew that she wouldn't die but they wouldn't tell her that so she willingly sacrificed herself just like jesus did so i thought that all of that reference is you know it's always twisted but they're still alluding to everything that's going on in the bible
4: and in answer to your question yes Apart from a few technological upgrades, I'm Dr. Alexander Roland Isaacs. The original. When I met out there, he taught exactly the same thing. And of course he did, and that's how they're designed. They always try harder and fight longer, even to the death, as long as they think they're the real thing. After all, who wants to know they're just a poor imitation of a worthless copy. Which brings us to you. Oh, well, come now. <laughs> You thought you were the original. <laughs> How delicious. No, I'm afraid she holds that dubious honor. Alicia Marcus, daughter of my old partner, James, co-owner of the Umbrella Corporation and a painful thorn in my side. One I now intend to remove.
2: Time is running out, Alice.
4: You must kill him soon. It's good to see you, too, Alicia. Marcus created the T-virus to save her. The effects didn't last, and I have been waiting years for her to die. I'm not... I'm not a clone. Really? You must have wondered why you remember nothing of your childhood. Your father. Your mother. Memory loss. No, you have no memory because you had no life. Nothing before the mansion, when we created you ten years ago. I know who I am. don't think so. You're nothing more than a puppet whose strings were cut. And then you wandered around for a little while, thinking you were a real girl, but you're not. You're just a clever imitation. A facsimile. A rather troublesome one at that.
3: You're lying to me. I'm afraid he's not. You were created in her image, as was I. My likeness and voice were based on childhood recordings of Lisa Marcus, made by her father. Your genetic structure is based on her DNA, tweaked to avoid the progeria aging disease that afflicted her. I'm the child she was. You are the woman she would have been. Oh, you are so much better than I ever could be. I let this happen. I was weak. You cannot afford to be. Time is running out, Alice.
4: Ah, no touching. The trinity of bitches, united in their hatred. Not that will do you any good. I've been ahead of you every step of the way. You've changed nothing. You've saved no one. The world will still be cleansed and the Umbrella Corporation will triumph. The only difference is, I'll no longer have to listen to your self-righteous whining. When you uploaded that file to the Red Queen's data stream, you turned against the corporation. When the rest of the board awake, you will be replaced, and I will assume complete control.
2: I still own fifty percent of this company.
4: And what do you intend to do with that? You
2: are co-owner of this corporation, but Wesker, Wesker,
4: still an employee. I don't have to take your orders. My loyalty is over him. I know.
2: Albert Wesker, you're fired.
0: He's berating Alice as an imitation copy, cheap copy, really saying to Jesus that you're just a created copy of God and the Holy Spirit was also created just like Jesus was. An imitation cheap copy of God who is old and dying in the heavens. Satan is just waiting for the father to die. It's a pain in the ass for him. He could just run the show and, and he says, You saved nothing. You did nothing to save the world or humanity. Again, referencing to Jesus that when he died on the cross he did nothing and that Satan is still in charge and he will win in the end so you got to listen to it in that context biblical context to be able to understand all of the stuff that they just said so go back and listen to it just so you understand that it's referencing directly against God himself and Jesus and what he did and making an accusation of the Holy Spirit So all three, the entire Trinity, which is all one God, he's accusing them. Jesus is just a facsimile on earth, and the Holy Spirit was created, uh, and that ultimately they had no effect, because in this realm, Satan wins. only has to evade you for another few minutes,
2: and the last remaining human outposts will fall. We need an intercept path. the fastest way to the
3: surface. Already done. If you release the antivirus, it will kill all organisms infected
2: with the T-virus. You know what that means, don't you? For you. I know. Alice, you can. not
3: I don't have a choice. There has to be another way. 53 seconds left. You have to
0: hurry. Alice is now have to sacrifice herself. There was no other choice. All the gods made a decision together, the Trinity, that there was no other choice, and they lied to her that if she is to go release the uh, anti-T virus, the cure, it would kill her as well. So she, Alice made a decision to go ahead and... And sacrifice herself to save all of humanity, not knowing that she will live through it. And her name means noble, honorable, so that also plays into you know why they chose her name to be like the Jesus character. And the next clip is where it all goes into the neural network. The old Alice, uh, the father in this case. Is also sacrificing himself, um, knowing that once uh, Alice goes out there and does the release of the antivirus, everything is going to blow up, and she's also is at the end. So she, the old Alice, will die in this movie as well. So she is using the neural link. So she puts on the contact lens. In her eye. It's all that symbolism for that one eye symbol. That the occultists love so much. Through all the media. With covering up their one eye. So it's referencing that here. Where she's using a contact lens. To connect with the AI. And download all her memories. Into the neural link network. Uh, which she's going to be handing. To the Jesus Alice or give her her real memories to the clone. Because the clone never had any childhood memories. So she's using her own memories and implanting it into Jesus. So now in this end of the story we're almost at the very last clips of it. So the father dies in this case. Jesus is the one that lives. And the Holy Spirit uh, in this case with the A.I. So they survive but the father dies. And. Jesus. Alice character now has the memories. Of the father old Alice. Uh, life that. She lived as a young child. And so you. For the next few clips you're going to. Hear and see. Uh, how Alice is now going to. Release the antivirus. And then save humanity. Instantly. As all the zombies that come in contact suddenly are restored in an instant. And this next clip, you will see the neural network link, which I've talked about in another podcast. So if you want to learn about the neural network, go back to listen to the concurrent neural network podcast that I did a while back, which got banned on YouTube. So who knows if this will uh, survive YouTube or not. Um, But watch the next few clips, and that should be about the end of it.
3: online and stop the attacks on the remaining human settlements you saved them why am i still alive the antivirus only destroyed the t-virus within your body it didn't harm the healthy cells You are now free of infection i thought i would die you and alicia you lied to me we had to know if you were willing to make the sacrifice to give up your life for others this was something no one at umbrella would have done alicia marcus was right about you you were better than all of them i was one of them i was created by umbrella just an instrument for them no you became something more than they could ever have anticipated the turn became more human than they ever could be and you have one more step to make what do you mean before she died had downloaded her memories for you the childhood you never had combined with the woman she could never become.
0: all movies are making war against God and symbolism of Bible and against God throughout almost every movie. And so I wanted to at least show you this series, which I didn't even think much about it years ago as the movies were coming out. But in today's environment, I can see how loaded and jam-packed with information uh, these movies are. So Satan knows what's going on. I think that's why he puts messages... To let humanity know one way or the other. And if you don't know the Bible, you're not going to catch on. But if you are, you know, at least know some of it and are a Christian, then I think the Holy Spirit will tell you the truth and be able to give you the gift of discernment to be able to see all these things as they are embedded in all media forms and life itself. Satan has a hand in everything and he pretty much tells us exactly what he plans to do, which is to wipe out all humanity and create new earth for himself and his minions, take over, and repeat everything what God did. He wants to repeat it. He wants to have the same power that God has. In the end, Satan is defeated, thank God, through the Bible says that, We are the victors. Satan is the one that's going to be thrown into the lake of fire. The new heaven, new earth will be restored for us. We will be the inheritors of the kingdom of God on earth. And all the wicked shall die and be put to the lake of fire. So Satan loses in the end. Unlike all these movies that glamorize Satan to win. And perhaps they even try to mimic the story of God in you know, as they did with Alice and the, the the Trinity in this movie. You know, Jesus was not created; He sent Himself on Earth. Uh, it's all one God: the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the Father are all one. Through the Word, as He spoke, everything in existence—it was always Jesus all along. And even in the Holy Spirit context and the Father context—is Jesus all the way along, and He sent Himself on earth, to be born of a woman so he could save, bring us life and salvation to himself. He could be, walk and talk and live among us. So I hope that analysis of this movie was helpful, and that whenever you watch any movie, it doesn't even have to be uh, this one. They're all the same. They all release the same kind of information to make war against God, and are trying to message of you know what Satan and his minions are been doing and what they've been working on because all the technology is what they're doing. Actually, in reality, they are working on the T-cell stuff. They are working in cloning. They already know how to do that. They are working on the interface between the AI and the brain. Elon Musk, Bozo, and Gates have funded this technology, including our own government has been working on it for a while to get it done, and they will accomplish it. They have the face recognition technology. They have the AI technology. So all of this really is, you know, worth watching this movie series if you want to watch it in full. But I gave you the highlights pretty much for all the series. The technology is already here. It's just trying to implement it all together whenever that happens. The time is short. I'm sure they're going to be able to figure out, once they figure out the immortality part of it, because that's what Jesus offered all humanity, everlasting life. So Satan's going to do the same thing. He's going to offer uh, the fake immortality, uh, which is going to be part of the mark of the beast. Humanity's going to learn that that is their seal of fate and final judgment, that they will never accomplish what they sought out. It's only through Jesus that we have everlasting life. So thank you for watching and thank you for listening and hopefully um, be able to watch the video without censorship.